welcome, welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome actually to the first of the Monday clubs. So this is one of the special Yay, Mondays. Yeah, fuck it. It's a bank holiday Monday. We love, we love a weekday drinking session. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is technically Saturday, but we're releasing it on Monday. But um, I was just going to ask: Are we are we pretending it's Monday? God no. Like, um, and we can geez, never just see what happened yesterday. We can, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and we can never do this shit live because we end up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the majority of shit will get cold. Oh yeah. <laughs> so joining us today, obviously down here is Terry Thatcher. So Terry, welcome along, boy. Good to see you. What up, y'all? Good to see you, boy. What is everybody? How's things in your household? Yeah, all right, all right. Um, yeah, we're just uh, chugging along, I suppose. Just, uh, are you out yeah. of work? Are you, what, what are you fucking? I um, I was out of uh, my. I work in a uh, furniture factory. Yeah. Uh, me, my Monday to Friday, and they uh, they shut up shop pretty much. Yeah. Like, I'd say maybe about a week after. Uh, the forced announcement. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah it does. Like at the time, I was, I was, um, I was kind of happy to still be in work because there was still that that sense of normality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they already brought in so many restrictions and like, it's a it's a fairly like the factory is a fairly kind of uh, minimal contact, so we could yeah. we could have afforded to stay stay open for another bit, but um, yeah. Yeah, they eventually just, they're told, look, you just have to shut down. I think they're probably right in a lot of cases. I mean, it's the, it's the getting to and from work as well with people traveling public yeah. transport and all that kind of stuff. That's the that's the thing. Like, we, or I suppose we're lucky in a way. Somebody was telling me that works in the medical industry. We're lucky in a way that our transport system is so shit. Um, <laughs> beneficial, especially in Cork. We're assorted. We don't have a fucking transport system. <laughs> yeah. You see, guys have the Lewis, but uh, and the dark and all that. We've yeah. So um, yeah, it's um, it's weird the way that they're doing it now with the with Dublin bus. They have like um, like specific seating, so like you can get one person to uh, a, like a double seat, but then mm. like there can't be anyone sitting behind them for like three rows or something like that. Yeah, I think you can yeah. only get. Maybe eleven people onto a uh, like probably like onto a double decker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strange yeah. looking when you see the buses yeah, driving yeah, by yeah, yeah. and it's like completely empty. Yeah. Mm. When like sometimes when they're driving by at like just like a normal time like one o'clock six p.m. and there's literally nobody on it. It's yeah. kind of like oh, fuck, we're in the apocalypse, bitch. <laughs> Lads, I haven't seen a bus in fucking six months. Like I'm. Never... <laughs> but you live out the back area, so nowhere anyway. I have yeah. to drive. I do, but I, I do get out. Like I have to. My my parents are born in their eighties, so they're cocooning. Um, right. I do their food shopping twice a week. So on a Tuesday and a Friday, I get out. And I, I what? I think it was the last bank holiday weekend on a Saturday. I went. I did the shopping on a Saturday, and I was driving in the motorway, the main Cork Dublin fucking road, and I twenty minutes, and not a car coming towards me, not a car on my road. It was just like this is fucking weird. Do you know what I mean? It's the busiest, it's the busiest road in the country, Cork, Dublin, and nobody on it. Do you know? Uh, it was bizarre, but fuck it. Um, so we got our we got our guidelines anyway. Our exit strategy. Yeah, that was well needed. Finally, see a bit of a lie. Mm, an exit strategy, you know. So is is can you like do you know when you're going to potentially be going back into the into your shoot job or? Uh, I'm uh, just looking at the guidelines. I'm expecting maybe by 
I'd say probably by phase two, maybe maybe at latest I'd say phase three. So we're looking yeah. at I'd say probably like latest July I'll start going back to yeah, yeah. Uh, to my regular job. Good stuff. Because like like I was saying, like it's it's like there's there's minimal contact in it. Like everyone kind of walks to their own to their own sections. Yeah. So like that'd be handy enough. Like yeah. it it should be okay, but yeah, you know, we'll see how uh, how phase one and two go. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Start looking into that. That's the thing. I mean, we're we shot the fucking uh, as 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 in typical fashion, in Phoenix fashion. Anyway, I shot the shot the fucking the bullet straight out of the can last night. We're doing a show. We're doing Hi. a show. Bye bye. Slanches, everybody. Oh yeah. Cheers, pal. Boom. Slanches. Great job. We looked at the guidelines and um, was like, right, when's when is when it's happening? Wrestling is wrestling is the tenth of August. When's yeah, the very right. next day that we can possibly do a show? So that's the Friday. The that Friday, yeah. So we're all so, like, when would um, like I'm just trying to trying to remember some of them as well. Like, mm. I think it might be maybe maybe say phase four would mm. when like our, our training skills might start be able to to open again. Maybe even at a limited capacity. Yeah. Like, well, well, we were. We were thinking they end up having a limit to, to like 10, 10 people per class or something like that. That's what we were thinking. That's what we're going to do. We're, as Something's better than nothing. Can, exactly. We're going to do non-contact. I think we're probably going to probably go back a little bit as or, as early as we possibly can. 10 people in a class, maybe even on eight. Nobody to contact, no contact wrestling at all. Just cardio, rolls, bumps, yeah. and drills, blah, blah, blah. One person in the ring at the time. I mean, we have our unit is a thousand square feet, so we can probably do that, and we'd have it open. Yeah, we'll run classes five days a week instead of two, to kind of cater for. It. But look, we we'll wait and see what happens. But as as everything stands right now, I've been onto the venue. The venue are supportive of us. Uh, I just haven't announced it yet because to give them time to just make sure that everything is okay from the government point of view as well. But yeah, it looks, it looks like we've the green light um, for the fourteenth. So I said I'd wait till I uh, to. And the, the show tonight. So, are you available? Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll pencil it down as a maybe. If you uh, <laughs> if, if you're stuck to work, there's no bother because it's a Friday. So, yeah. but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was always the issue, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to run money Fridays, but um, fuck it. I I, I wanted to get it back the, the very. The, oh yeah, get get it back as soon as possible. Like, um. There's the the worry with that is is announcing something is just in case like it's another like something ends up ends up happening if uh, if we get knocked yeah. back a phase around. Well, that is that is the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. But fuck it, I've announced it anyway now, so um, it gives people something to aim for. And if we have yeah. to back a couple of weeks, I mean, like we're not going to be getting any posters done for this, so we won't be costing ourselves money. We just do all digital advertising, so it'll just be a quick fix. But uh, it is what it is. It's out there now, so we're going on the 14th, and if that changes to the 25th of August or whatever, moves, moves days down the line, then we'll know well in advance. Um, and I have most most people contacted anyway, so fuck it, we'll be okay. Brilliant. So how's the new baby and all that kind of stuff? Uh, she's doing well. Like she um, she had her, she got her her needles there uh, Monday gone the Monday before, so she was a bit out of sorts for a couple of days and then um during the week she uh she just she wasn't settling and uh, she kept waking up like really really upset like just crying hysterically for a bit and um we ended up having to bring her into the hospital and it turned out that she had a uh, hand foot and mouth 
so that was a uh, yeah that was that was a, a bit of an experience as well so um but like she's it was only a mild case and she yeah, seems yeah. to be she seems to be back back to her normal self now that's good so are you enjoying like being home all the time every day with your kids? That's I am, yeah. Uh, like at first, like I was saying, like uh, it was kind of nice still being in work, like uh, the, just for my own sanity. But um, now that now that I've been home, it's it's actually I've really really enjoyed it, and I've got to I've gotten to, to bond a lot with with Eva a lot more than I would have had I had still been in work. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, Orla is really, really starting to bond with with Eva as well. So, because she's not in school, so oh, yeah. she's around her all the time. So she's getting yeah. a lot more interaction with her. What's the age difference? Um, is Orla the, uh, the older girl? Is he? Yeah, Orla is five. Eva is she is eleven weeks today. Oh, back. Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's another one of those things, and I got the same thing with Orla when uh, when she was when um, when she was first born. That like she was still fairly young, but I couldn't couldn't think of what it was like when she wasn't there. And now yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same now with Eva. I can't I can barely remember what it was like when she wasn't. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. We love a supportive dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I try. I try. <laughs> I like having her here because, like, uh, like even though, yeah, we're out, we're out of, uh, we're out of training and all, but I'm still able to, you know, drop the big elbows on her and stuff. Like that. I, I yeah, saw that. Seems, she seems to like it, so yeah, I just keep doing it. I'll just have to, you know, step it up a little bit. I'll jump off the table next, and then maybe <laughs> off the back of the couch. Yeah, build it up slowly, right? Yeah, yeah. Talking about wrestling there, like the, when Bedlam told me that we were going to have you on this, there was just one question that I kind of like wanted to ask you that I wanted that I thought would be interesting. You do a lot, uh -huh. a lot of stupid shit. Exactly, yeah. But like, chest is always bait off the, or, or off a show. I could see you jumping off fucking Eiffel Tower onto someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think is like the, the stupidest or the most painful kind of thing that you've done or taken uh, in, in ever in wrestling? Um, I don't know. I was almost back in DCW. I was almost convinced to jump out of a balcony onto a group of lads, but um, thankfully, Bruiser of all people was the voice of reason. Which, no, go fuck off. Uh, when Bruiser is the uh, voice of reason, yeah. you know, you <laughs> yeah, can't it's, it's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> Yeah, you are not jumping out of there. <laughs> but like me being me being an idiot, I was just like, and yeah, the promoters weren't exactly the sharpest either. It was just like, right, Dragon, we want you to jump out of this twenty foot balcony. Like we're gonna have a massive brawl at the end of the show, and you're gonna somehow climb all the way up there and jump out onto everybody. And was, yeah, me being stupid, I was just like, oh yeah, that that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, it'd be cool for the forty people that see it, and <laughs> yeah, horrendous and for attend your funeral. Like. <laughs> <laughs> mm. How many years are you resting? You're resting 10, 11, 12, 13 years. Uh, when did I start? I started start, I started training in '05, and I think I had my first match in early '06. So okay. I don't know about about fifteen years. So you see a lot about of fourteen, fifteen. 
you've seen a lot of come and go, and I suppose in the in that 14, 15 years, both promoters, fucking companies, fucking wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> with the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few. It's it's weird actually. Uh, I was only watching um, the the one you did with uh, Owen Richards. Yeah. Um, I was only watching that earlier on today, and he was mentioning about being down in IWW, and I don't know. I kind now that now that he mentioned it, I was like, I fucking knew I knew you from somewhere. <laughs> I think you remember, I remember him. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah. I, I somehow remember him. I, I, now again, this. I, yeah, I've seen so many people. I could, yeah, I yeah. could be talking bollocks, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you does, were kind uh, of like, so you were in Irish Whip during like that time. Was there any other kind of like? Did you enjoy your time there, or was it kind of a little bit toxic that you look back at it, or like, did you actually like it? Uh, in hindsight, yeah, it was probably a bit toxic, but like at the time. I was, uh, I was loving, well, at least for the fourth year, I was loving the idea that I was like, oh shit, I'm actual, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an actual wrestler. Wrestler, yeah, yeah. Like, calling myself a prof- uh, professional, even though, you know, in order to be a professional, you need to get paid, so. <laughs> Technically, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> Except for that one time, but that was just because uh, it, it was a hometown show and I organized it, so. Oh, yeah, that's I fair. Got, I got a whopping, like, I don't know, 50 quid from her or something, so. Yes. But there no, was a, I'm a professional. There was a time that Irish Whip was the was the was the only show in town, really, wasn't it? It was uh, it was between Irish Whip and then NWA Ireland, um, and then there was a like a kind of a smaller one called CPW Celtic Pro Wrestling. Um, that was where the likes of say Thunder Lightning and uh, our lads from the Flats. That's where oh, they yeah. would have came from. Well, yeah, Blake, you had um, yes. Uh, Blake Norton was actually he was he was an IWW trainer for a bit, yeah. and uh, he had some sort of falling out with guy in charge, and he went off and started up CPW. But um, yeah, like when I was there, at least for the first year, I was I enjoyed my time. Um, I enjoyed uh, the people that I met, and I enjoyed going out afterwards. So that was a uh, that was kind of the main thing. But um, yeah. After a while, uh, I stopped getting I stopped getting bookings, and they still had they had the TV show at the time, and that was uh, like I was basically told in not so many words like you were never getting onto our TV channel. Oh right. shit! So, uh, I, I was just I was too small. Simon had this this fascination with having big guys because well he had Seamus, so yeah 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 everyone everyone needed to look like Seamus, but unfortunately you know. We're not all born to grow up to be like six five. Yeah. I was going, I was going to say, how, how big, from someone who's never met him, how big is he? Like, who would you compare him to in Irish wrestling? No, size wise. So, would be like um, size or probably at the, like at the time, yeah, he'd probably be like lean royal size, just maybe uh, a you, few inches on top. Okay. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he was, he was pretty big, like. Because there's not that uh, many, there's not that many people around. Ireland, to mind the fucking wrestling scene that are like six foot. If someone in Ireland is above yeah. six foot, then it's like Jesus Christ, you're tall. They're like. giants. They're yeah. Like why are why are you not stepping over the top rope? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mister <laughs> <laughs> mm. Charlie would be uncomfortable. <laughs> well, well, Mister Charlie's about six seven, right? Mister Mister Charlie's not twelve feet tall. 
and it's <laughs> old and it's just like he puts up this um, and then that's next to him. Straight, straight his two backs if you straighten them out he's six seven Jesus Christ <laughs> we love Mr. Charlie he knows I want to go love Mr. Charlie in this household mm. fucking state of you he was on the group chat the other day and I just thought this was really funny I, got, I know I didn't respond but I thought it was funny he was talking about doing an OnlyFans account and it would be called uh, What's in my box with Mr. Charlie or something like that and I just thought it was the funniest fucking thing and I'm probably going to steal it for my OnlyFans You're so fucking unlucky that, that like Bray what, and, and this is a fact you can look yeah, at yeah. it if you really want but we, we came up with that Mr. Charlie gimmick before fucking uh, at the same time, pretty much, but he—I think he had one or two promos out, or at least one or two shit. Uh, about a fortnight, I'd say. And next thing, we were like, "Did you just fucking see what WWE?" I'm not saying anyone's copying, but it's just so unfortunate. As and hardly anyone's copying us for so fucking small, but it just—it's so unfortunate. He came I don't know. It's like they have feelers everywhere. Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. But like, convinced Mickey Cross really so he, he had his own. It was his own TV show and everything. Watching the box of Mr. Charlie, yeah. and it was like, fuck it, this could be really good. Next thing, we're like, have you seen Luke was rang me? Was like, have you seen Rob? I was like, no. It's like, well, we got to change up Mr. Charlie. Like, <laughs> this is the like he because he's been trying for years through different gimmicks, like loads of us. Mm. And we come to that in a minute. Um, but like throughout, throughout the years, everyone changes fucking shit up. But like Mr. Charlie's been through a few that didn't really really stick, and this one really does. Like so. I do, I do love that about about Mr. Charlie. That he, like he, he really like when he's when he's he's out there, like he hundred percent commits. Yeah, to his gimmick and like and, yeah. and the promos and all. Like like he's uh, like he still got a bit to go as far as in ring stuff, but like. Mm. If like he he can he could get away solely just on the gimmick, because it it's just like you said it's just such unfortunate timing that uh, that Bray Wyatt yeah. happened to come out with the the fun hills. Yeah, right. Around it, it was right. literally a fortnight, and it was before we kind of had it <laughs> properly in the public. We were like, no, yeah. We changed it up slightly, but it was pretty much. Uh, but he got some like he's over his rover like, and that's what that's. Mm -hmm. Really? The, the car, car For some fucking reason, I don't get it. Like, I, like I get it when I'm watching, but I don't understand why. You know what I mean? Well, I still don't understand how William got over. Stupid. Neither do I. That's stupid. <laughs> William was more. Was way more popular. Yeah. Was way more popular than I ever would be. For fuck's sake. But fucking hell! William did a dive off a balcony. William did what Terry Thatcher is doing for a bitch to do. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't William, it was the fuck I keep saying it, it was the session puppet did the dive off. It fucking was, sorry, sorry. The session puppet got over too. Why does the stupid shit get over? Like you've been around and you you were in the time of Ireland of like the stupid shit wrestling. Mm. So like what, what like is there any any gimmick that didn't make the light of day that you would love to grace us with? Something similar to Mr. Charlie, but if you know anything madder or more stupid, then that's great too. Um, I know that there was there was a few times when um, like I we'd be practicing stuff down in 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 the gym and stuff like that, and I I was at a uh, a gaff party one night and uh, happened to fall asleep as you do. Um, fell asleep on this side of my face, so the lads decided, well, we can't get all of his face, <laughs> so they shaved off one eyebrow. Jesus. Uh, big perfectly square chunk out of the front of my head and half of my moustache. Now I woke up <laughs> hung over, like hung over the fuck. 
And uh, it was just like, holy shit, I'm late for work. (laughs) (laughs) Threw my uniform on and like everyone in the gaff is just looking at me just like, Jesus, what happened? Well, well, barely took a glance in the mirror. I was like, oh no, (laughs) still went to work. Uh, was sent home almost like immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind, but I didn't get in trouble because it was a it was a walk party. So the lads who shaved me, they got him. They got shit for. Oh, that's funny. uh, That's good actually. That's nice. Somehow, somehow, I did not get fired for that. Like uh, this is I was working in Smiths at the time. Yeah, and I I somehow managed to stay there for eleven years despite being continuously late and or hungover. So uh, yeah, some about my charm. <laughs> Either that, or they just like they felt sympathy for me, or thought I like had some sort of underlying special needs. I was like, I can't him. I was going to say, was they, it was it wrestlers that right. shaved your mustache and all that? <laughs> was Bruiser involved? But no, no, Bruiser, no, Bruiser never shaved me. Although he did, um, I fell asleep and like uh, I went to a golf party with him, and he put my shoes in the freezer. Um, and then same, so mildly same. infuriating. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Same deal. Like again. it's not like well, you shaved well, your head or stole anything. Your no, feet are just no. really cold now. Yeah, yeah. But um, also, you have to, like who? You're never going to look in the freezer for your fucking shoes. No. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Find them, and then they're going to be really cold. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, same same deal again. I had to get up and go to work. Uh, just I said I rang in and said. I can't come in to walk. Why? Feet are cold. I don't have any sh- I, I have no shoes. He <laughs> 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 froze my one pair of shoes. <laughs> Irish dragon, right? <laughs> was there two Irish dragons? There was, yeah. There was um there was an Irish dragon before he started. Uh he was around uh, when the wrestling channel when uh, Whiplash TV was around at first. Um he had this big feud with Red Vinny. Um yeah, I, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had this big feud and they had this big massive uh blow off match um in the old SFX theater. Um and Where they did like this Where's that? Uh, it's not there anymore. I can't, I can't for the life of me remember where it was, but uh, they did some uh, some big tapings there, and um, they had this big massive blow off match. And during the match, they did like this big move through the table, but the table slipped out from underneath them, and uh, it was dragon came down like back force on the edge of the table, didn't break. Uh, so he he was he was fucked after that. Um, yeah. He tried to come back a couple of times, but it just never really worked out. And I think he ended up, uh, him and Simon Rochford, the guy who runs IWW, they had a bit of a falling out. And um, uh, the original Dragon went on to CPW. And I had just came in around that time. I was starting to train and uh, I had similar build to him. And I was doing, like in training, I was doing a lot of the same elves and stuff like that. So... Uh, uh, it was a Manson called me up one day. Madman Manson called me up one day and said, hey, "Look, six weeks' time, we have a show on Blanche. Uh, do you fancy doing all your dragon?" I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was eighteen and I'd seen Dragon and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Finney's matches and stuff like that. I was like, "Holy shit! I get to be Irish Dragon. That's so cool." Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just uh, 
hung up the phone and then immediately started bricking myself. Because then you I realized... Yes for, you say oh, yes shit. first, and then deal with yeah. consequences afterwards. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And it was, it was more even like, oh, right. oh it's going to be mad. I'm going to have to have a match in front of people. Oh, my God, I have to get gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Through the form, not much has changed. I uh, I wrestled in a pair of of uh, cut off three quarter length jeans. So yeah, uh, yeah not a lot has changed. <laughs> Except the, the jeans have the, got a little bit longer. How long did you do the um, Irish Dragon? I know you did. I know we did. Um, and we come to CCW in a minute. But I know you did a bit. You 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 wrestled a, a little, for a long time as, as Dragon, right? Mm. Um, I think how long did I? I think I did Dragon for maybe about. Seven odd years, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it would have been, would have been about that. Maybe, maybe seven, eight uh, before, uh, before it started to come into OTT. Hmm. And then um, Joe was uh, was fairly adamant that he didn't want Dragon on over on the OTT shows. He just he, he felt that Dragon uh, in the gear that I had just was never going to work on an over eighteen show. Uh, and he was, uh, to be fair to Joe, he was he was very like, look, it it might work, but you would have to go out and spend a shitload of money on some really really impressive gear, like kind of like if you want to go like Game of Thrones style and get like a, an updated mask, get like some new some brand new gear, but it would cost an awful lot for something that may or may not get over. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He said, look, we'll put it on the back burner, and then. Uh, one day down the train and I was doing a spot with um, Pa Ward and uh, I was healing the spot and uh, yeah just I was putting a bit of heat on him and then just for whatever reason it just kind of really clicked that mm. I'd, like I just kind of amped up some aggression and I was just like beating the shit out of Pa and yeah. uh, everybody there was just kind of like oh okay I think we have something there like, yeah Jesus, Jesus, dragon, relax. It's you, you know, it's a walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like uh, and then Joe kind of the the wheel started roll, started going in Joe's head about like, okay, well, I've got something there for dragon. Mm. Maybe a heel. He's never done heel before. It could be, it could be interesting. We'll see how it goes. And just coming up with a gimmick then that would fit. Yeah. Uh, the early in the early days of OTT, you kind of had to have a gimmick or be uh, like this incredible wrestler. And I was somewhere you know, like I I needed a new gimmick because I wasn't at the yeah. Uh, yeah. I wasn't the incredible wrestler. I wasn't in that caliber. Jeez, I'd say you're, you're setting yourself a bit short there, from, from as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, first time I saw uh, I see before I saw you wrestle for. Uh, I'm sorry, in CCW, obviously, in, 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 in a, a casket match. Uh, um, oh, God, yeah. We'll come back to that, how that came about. But I saw yeah. it. Yeah, please. A year ago, <laughs> I went to, about a year ago, I went to my first OTT show. Um, I drove up the Armstrongs because they were making their debut against... Um, Rough stuff, wasn't it? Or was no, it was the Kings? Oh, yes, yeah. Cruisers. And my fucking car, I was after buying the BMW and the fucking engine blew on the way up. Oh, shit. And it was just outside Kildare. there. So they were, yeah. they were very nearly late for the fucking thing. Um, but anyway, shit. So I think you were in the main event that day against um, Scotty. That was me and Scotty for the belt, yeah. 
I swear to God, I've said it many times. It was the best wrestling match I've ever seen. Uh, oh. That I was in the crowd for. I've said it loads of times. It was fucking amazing. It really was like, and it was a no, no. as well like appreciate that. Um, Thanks. No, absolutely, that's that's the truth. I was like fucking hell. And so when we were set, and at the time we were, the wheels were in motion for us for setting up Phoenix. We were like, fuck, mm. we have to get Terry Thatcher into Phoenix. Like, it's a fact. But um, oh, I appreciate that. No, that was a, you have a habit of doing this really annoying thing where you do a great match and I don't think that you can do a better match and then you do a better match <laughs> and then that cycle just keep fucking going. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thanks again. <laughs> Take um, the fucking compliment, Terry. I, yeah, I, oh, sorry. I, I this am. is going into like really yeah, just yeah. like sucking your dick mode. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I am weird like that, though. Like, I, like, I, I'm, I'm aware I'm okay. Uh, at what I do, like I'm aware, I'm aware that like I'm, 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 I'm all, like I'm pretty decent at what, at what I do. But yeah. I, I still, um, it's not even so much that I'm very critical of, of watching me matches back. Like I, I enjoy watching me matches back. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I always kind of tend to, I never get out of the idea that like I'm still a trainee. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. Despite the fact that I've been around as long as I have, uh, I still kind of. In a lot of ways, I consider myself still a trainee because I am. I'm still always learning. I, in some ways, I think we're all still yeah, still trainees absolutely. in a way. Um, but yeah, I always kind of still get taken aback when I'm putting big kind of high-profile matches, and I still get taken aback when uh, I'm put in with guys with like kind of worldwide experience and stuff like that. It's still like, oh, okay, so this is uh, this is actually happening then. Yeah. Yeah. So, execute versus the Irish Dragon. Uh, this, that, this, that was before, a... this was just before I came into wrestling because I, 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 after four shows of CCW, I joined, and then I, because I had I got Lee a job in sales, uh, he was like, oh, entertainer, mm. blah blah blah. So I was kind of straight in doing something straight away. Um, but. So how the fuck did that come about? That you were doing a casket match? Yeah. Um, I think it was. It actually just kind of came about because Bingo Balance wasn't available on the day. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, it was just we we did the the setup at the four show where it was like a four way main event. It was me, yeah. J C Williams, uh, Insano, and Bingo. Um, uh, Bingo wins and. Earlier on in the night, Executioner had a match with Space Cadet. Um, he squashed uh, Spacey and then came out and he was supposed to challenge the, the winner. And there was some kind of schmoz where it was supposed to be, oh, he's going to step up to Bingo, but I'm going to get in his face instead. I, why? I don't know. But like, okay, if this is what you want, this is what you want. And um, I think they, they knew at this point... I think they knew at this point that Bingo wasn't going to be available for the second show. So it was okay. just like, okay, well, maybe we'll, we'll supplement Dragon in instead. Um, but yeah, it was it was just... Wouldn't it have just made sense for you to win that match then? You would think. But, you um, a casket involved. Even if yeah. Bingo doesn't look like The Undertaker. Like, um, neither does fucking the executioner either. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the original executioner on Raw. I'm I'm back actually. Just <laughs> I'm watching Raw from 1993 at the moment because I'm doing fuck off. So I'm I've got yeah. I've got all of 93 Royal Rumble WrestleMania. I'm at the King of the Ring now. 
Uh, I start fingering tomorrow, but there's the, the original executioner. Is in, Who's the original executioner? Yeah, he's in oh, some that's, that's one of those that like that gimmick's been going around for decades. Like it's, maybe not yeah. the I think they yeah, sure they had like an executioner in the fourth WrestleMania and all. Yeah, yeah. But what's what's fucking what's my new what's my new fucking uh, hobby is you know you have your, your razor Ramon versus the guy that's in the ring. So mm. it's in the ring, I'm like I get the name, Google him, see who he who he became, yeah. or did he ever do anything? So you'd see somebody the next thing, fuck that's a body too hottie. When you know, <laughs> next thing you're like, oh, cool. Then you'd see someone else, and you're like, oh, that's, yeah. um, just incredible. That was the other one that was on the other day. Yeah. And then there's a couple of other people that just, but um, still fuck it. Anyway, that was the executioner. Did who won the, well, yeah. the casket match? And what, 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 was it an actual casket or? It was. Um, it it yeah. It was a it was a strange one. I showed up on the day, and they got this, um, like really slender casket like an actual kind of like a coffin just a wooden coffin did you buy an like actual big, coffin i i don't know if they bought it or they made it but like it oh, looked okay. really cool but it did not look like it would fit executioner in it so i immediately <laughs> yeah, go oh so so all right grand he's going over it makes sense i mean they're, they're pushing him as this monster heel i'm just i'll show up i'll, I'll put as much fight into it and Somehow he'll like not somehow he'll just like he'll eventually he'll just beat the shit out of me and put me in the casket, grand, because like he's not gonna fit in there. And then we find out <laughs> now, Dragon, you're going over. It's like okay, and I wouldn't mind they they taped a promo uh, during the day where he was lying in the casket and they do this like Jerry uh, Jerry Soul was his manager and he opens the casket and executioner sits up, but the whole time. When executioner is in there, he has to have like his knees pulled up and all, because he's got like these massive lifts on his shoes does, as well. Yeah, so does, like yeah. he's proper like squeezing into it just for this prop so he can do the setup. So like I really enjoyed the match. It's just the fact that like we had that prop to use. Um, yeah, it just it it, <laughs> it was just so strange, strange, and like the casket lid broke. So technically, I didn't even get him into the casket. We just like I, I I rolled him into it, and then the referee and I think Vinny O'Matany, uh, who was still commentating at the time, they just kind of placed the lid over the top of him, and it's just like, yeah, okay, that that'll do. That'll, <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. He still had like there was about like a foot and a half still not in the casket, but like, okay, it counts. Is Focus. that the only casket match you've ever been on? Yes, yes, <laughs> I know, who would have thought? <laughs> like, yeah, Is that these, the weirdest uh, these, that you've ever done? Definitely, definitely. Um, like, I've had some other weird ones, like, in DCW, like, weird ones as in storyline was, where, uh, like, uh, I was wrestling Lycan in a last man standing, where if, uh, if Lycan won, then they wouldn't reveal his big dark secret, but if I won, I went to the main event of the next show, or the... the Dublin City Mania, just like stupid bollocks like that. But like as far as an actual, it was never it's revealed. It was never revealed. Oh no! Can we ring him? Can we ring him? Oh, the um, yeah, the company went out of business. Well, I say company. The uh, the the lads uh, pissed everyone off, and nobody wanted to work for them anymore. So then, uh, yeah, they they ceased running. Uh, they ceased operations. They were, were so, they running long? 
Uh, about nine, ten months, maybe. Okay. And somehow okay, managed to... No, no. They somehow managed to piss off everybody in uh, <laughs> the entire Irish independent wrestling scene. Cool. It was, uh, it impressive. Was, it was weird. Yeah, it, it was. It's impressive in its stupidity. Um, but, like... <laughs> It's funny about DCW as well, because I wasn't long out. Like, DCW was finished up not long before CCW started. And yeah. when I first got the messages off of Lee saying, I would be interested in booking you. Uh, I was wanting to book you, or whatever that, the, the dude says. I yeah. want to book you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to booking you. <laughs> I love how Pierce is the show, I want to booking you. <laughs> <laughs> genius. <laughs> genius. <laughs> But um, yeah, when we got the message, when we all started getting the messages of 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 Lee, uh, a few of us who had worked for DCW, like myself and Lycan, were in touch with each other and just like, "Oh man, there's an awful bang at DCW off of this." So we were we were going in with kind of with uh with our guard up, but you know, of course it was it was it was all right. It was um, yeah, it was a bit. Unnecessary, unnecessarily, unnecessary storyline heavy. Like, didn't really, it didn't really need some of that storyline, especially straight off the bat, like in your fourth show. But um, yeah, it was all right, and it was, it was, it was kind of, I enjoyed working with Blake as well because he was very kind of hands on in uh, the approach for promos and stuff like that. Like, I didn't, like I said, I didn't agree with his booking decisions, like again put me over in the casket I just it didn't make sense if you're building this massive dude up as your yeah. monster heel and he's going to bingo next why have him lose to the smallest guy in the promotion like you, you have you have me put up a fight but eventually get fucking better out so it, it yeah. makes sense and he looks strong but uh i i look good like i i I don't mind. I've never ever had an issue with with doing a job. Yeah. Well, you um, got over in OTT by like losing, exactly. but losing so well. Yeah. So like, it, like sometimes it does work. It does work like that. That you can, you can take a loss and end up coming out much better had you have won. Yeah. So Good yeah, but like I, Good I did shot. enjoy. Go on, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was going. I just have a question for people. Go on. No, no, I, was just, I did enjoy my early days with CCW for the, the time that was in it. Um, but yeah, then it was, the, it was the going out afterwards and things got kind of messy after, after the shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you, you were there pre-ops anyway. There, I think there's three, yeah. there's three CCW stages. There's the, there's the early bits, there's the middle bits, which, which kind of the keynote bits were, you know, it got to its... And, and the pen was key, and then towards the end, it just became the shits. Like, but for a long yeah. time, it was pretty cool. Like, and um, that was it. I actually, I fun. hadn't been, I hadn't been back to DCW uh, or CCW. Uh, I hadn't been back since um, their the first Revolution show. Mm. I was, I was on that um, in the the title four way deal. Um, I. Hadn't been back then until the Rumble, I think. That's right, yeah. You already had the Rumble and Pin was key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was 2017, and just like the, the complete and utter difference between then to there 
mm. was just like and like just walking into the locker room and everybody's just kind of walking around on eggshells and you can you can like from watching from afar and just going uh, why is why is lee booking himself into main event matches why is lee putting straps on himself why are they mm. doing this this these these angles that like unless you're going unless you have like a proper platform like unless you have a stronghold in youtube or a stronghold on uh, social media like there's no point in doing these kind of elongated storylines because you're only catering to the you know your few people that are going to follow mm. that are going to follow you from show to show to show and now don't get me wrong i i love i much prefer uh matches where there is a storyline I can get more. I personally, I can get invested in in the match if I know there's a reason I'm going out to wrestle. I'm not just, mm. uh, yeah. You know, uh, I was booked wrestler A against I was booked against wrestler B. So I guess we're gonna go out and we is fight. So you know, I much prefer when there's if I can, I know, get into the yeah. an angle into an idea of a match, of a reason of a, of the stakes of a match, but like. At the same time, you can't you can't run these dramatic storylines if you've only got a certain amount of people who are actually paying attention. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that's when you you when you that Celtic Rumble was the one one show after, and then it then it kind of unravels. So it was kind mm. of unfortunately, I think you missed you missed the. You missed the kind of the, I won't say the door years or whatever, but the, 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 there was some really good shows there. And for a for mm. time, and w we as people wrestled for um, like we did some really cool stuff, but it was kind of for ourselves. And, and, and Raven will agree, but myself and ourselves in therapy, and the Armstrongs got the therapy t shirt on this evening, <laughs> uh, the Armstrongs and shit like that. But most we did on our own, like, or we pushed it for ourselves and whatnot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but that's it as well. Like you, you are you are making making enough noise that people were were starting to to pay attention mm -hmm. as well. Like it wasn't yeah. you weren't just okay. Well, there's we've got a regular twenty, forty, forty people, so we'll we'll make storylines for them. Yeah. And if we yeah. get an extra few in the door, bonus. But like, yeah, it's um, yeah, like I was saying, you are making enough noise that it was like okay, well, something's going on down there. Maybe we should start paying attention, and eventually, like everyone, like you did start like getting noticed, and and obviously Raven, you you did really well. We're coming to with coming through through OTT as well, and and now she's getting everywhere else over in the over in UK as well. So like, you've made plenty of noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of like that's what the majority of what we didn't therapy was for to kind of literally just put out shit that makes people go fucking hell have you seen this kind of just mm. literally just to get everyone's attention like yeah, and it works except the status quo like it was like fuck let's do something different let's try something different. yeah exactly because the thing is like rightfully so but people did think a lot of people in court were arseholes because you know that was just kind of like the like and it was rightfully so like a few people from court were arseholes but then when you know I guess when we all became friends, you're guilty. You're guilty by association. Ah, yeah. Yeah. To a certain degree, you are. That's it. That's the thing. Like when, like like I was saying, when you when you 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 look down and you see like the the promoter booking himself into main event matches. Like that's one thing. Like if if you see someone like Joe do that, you know Joe Gabray is 
well traveled. He he knows his he knows his shit. He's uh, like one of the the kind of founding fathers of Irish mm. wrestling. So Absolutely, he's yeah. he's at a position where he can like if he was if he like he was booking himself like he booked himself into um into a match at the stadium the the show that got cancelled like and. It, but no one argued with it. Absolutely. Nobody, nobody, bat, mm, absolutely. nobody batted an eyelid. But you yeah, see Leo, you see, you see Lee do that and you go, right, well, here's this lad who's got maybe about, well, uh, maybe six months worth of, of training or whatever and he's booking himself into high angle profile matches. It's yeah. Just like, and multiple titles. There's, there's something wrong there. Something wrong there. Multiple title reigns and freaking long. Exactly. Like he was 18 months as a tag team champion and and whatnot. But look, fuck it. I mean, it's it's all part of the history of the Cork wrestling scene. I always, I, I, I talk about that a lot. Like, I mean, CCW was that and we are now. And do you know what I mean? There'll be something after us as well. Like, um, there you go. Like, when I fuck off, just get the, get the, I'll be in driving the van and moving the chairs for a fucking Ravens promotion, whatever the fuck she wants to talk That'd be a terrible fucking promotion. <laughs> yeah, no. I, like, you think Lee is uh, bad? I'm the new fucking heavyweight champion now. Then. One of you, one of you fuckers is going to have to do it because I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> I'm 40 fucking one in a couple of weeks. We're coming up to the first anniversary of Bedlam's big birthday bash. Like, so I mean, oh, yeah. Um, I'll be 41. I'll do it for another good few years, and I don't, don't get me wrong. But um, I would run out of money in about five minutes because I just like I would just focus on like entrances. I'd like buy the rights to I hope you suffer or something. And have what to you want to do is <laughs> what you want to do is you, see, you need to get some merch, right? And available <laughs> now. The uh, cartel is yeah. that's a good segue. Karen Baskin definitely nice. can some t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> very reasonably priced. Very reasonably priced. So before we end the first part one of this um of this this podcast, I have one question for you, uh, Terry. Who chops hair, yeah. Walter or Evil Uno? Uh, I haven't experienced Walter's one yet, but I I've, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that if he chopped me, he'd probably loosen my spine. Right. I just I, I don't have enough I don't have enough meat yeah. here to protect myself. Um, Who's uh, the hardest chop that you've ever received? Uh. I was on, I was only talking about this with Linda the other night. Actually, like it's hard to say because like the the match with Jonah was probably with Jonah Rock was the one that that kind of got everyone out. But I've been doing that 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 getting chopped the shit. I've been doing that for fucking years. Like every match I ever have with Bruiser, he makes it a point to leave me worse off than he did the last time. It's a he's it's made a career out of everybody. Yeah, what a good friend. He, well. He enjoys doing this thing where, like, he'll he'll give me a snap mare and then hit the rope and hit me at a fallen chop. Just like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, nobody chops you like that. It was like, yeah, uh, nobody should chop me like that. <laughs> it, look, it, it looks shit and it stings. <laughs> now, what um, like Bruiser always kind of he, he actually genuinely got offended when uh when Linda told him that uh. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jonah's I think Jonah's were worse than yours. Like, is it, Bruiser and Linda are, are like they're, they're mates as well, so they yeah. like they'd be regular being being touch. And I think um, the fourth show, the fourth uh, the fourth Phoenix show. Yeah, we're in that the four way. Yeah, I was going on holiday like the next week. Uh, no, I was only going to Bray, but um, yeah, we we're going down to the seaside for a couple of days, and uh, Bruiser found out about it. So he's just like, okay, I'm gonna chop you. After like, I'm already gonna chop you, but now I'm gonna do it even worse. We're gonna have Jesus. six oh, chop God. battles in it. 
every time <laughs> there's a chop ball, I'm going to come back to you. And you are not going to be able to take your T-shirt off going to break. And um, he was just, yeah, he got in touch with Linda and he was just like, so, uh, so how did you? <laughs> how did you? How did you? And Linda was just like, uh, I'd, I'd say the Joan and Locke match was worse. She's like, fucking bitch. How could you say <laughs> something like that to me? <laughs> um, uh, honestly, probably Michael May is actually one of the worst for, for the chops because well, he's, he's so he's so precise. Right. Yeah. Every chop he hits you is in the exact same spot. Like, Joe the Rock was like all over here. So, like, uh, it, like just yeah, scars yeah, from yeah. like the armpit round to the back of his spine. Michael May was singular. It was just here. Just that point it, was, it was just purple. It That's was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think he's definitely up there. <laughs> it's so yeah. gross. I, I, have, I didn't think about that. Like, at least with John, it's so fucking spread yeah, around. It's like, yeah, exactly. So, like, you can be hurt here, but then he'll chop you here. So, it's like, oh, it takes a bit of the pain away from the other peck. Yeah. My grand used to say that if you, like, stub one toe, you should punch the other leg because then you're not worried about the stub toe, you're worried about the other leg. Yeah. I'm always at that. If I bang one elbow, I have to bang the other, and I have to go back and specifically find the exact point that I hit. So like, if I hit off the table, it's just like okay, because well, he falls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been chopped by Michael May. But we used to, we do, we did a lot of these uh, wrestle slams. Um, back when wrestle slams were a thing, uh, Raven used to love wrestle slams. She she loved mm. wrestle slams especially. I, uh, the name especially, I didn't think was stupid at all. Look, sometimes you take a shot at something that works and doesn't, right? And, and what happened to a wrestle slam? What did I? What what happened? Did I say what would happen? Happened? Or? I got it. Right. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, we saw it was end of the rumble, right? And I think Michael and LJ came oh, a couple of times. We saw our, our end of battle royal, whatever. The boys just fucking every time get me in the get into the corner and do the do the same spot like fucking the golden. Globes like fucking because I'm not very <laughs> so they sit me in the second row. My Smith fucking hung up there with my fucking fuck's sake, that again. But yeah, that's Michael Melody and fucking tricksters. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it here for the first part, right? So, right, welcome back to the second half of the show. So, what we're we're still here talking to uh, Raven Queen Terry Thatcher. Um, just uh, just before we go any further, just on the last question about the chops, he'd, he'd kill mm. me if I didn't mention it. Uh, Vic as well. Oh, Vic I was going to say that. Uh, he gets like awesome. personally offended if you don't say that he he hurts you. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, like back in the day, back in um in DCW and IWW, I um I deliberately wouldn't tan because of that reason. Because uh, I'd shot if someone shot me or if someone like if I got any sort of bruises or marks, they'd show up immediately. So um, we we had reason. a match. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a money saver, and I'm yeah. fairly frugal. Yeah. <laughs> so you just let that's people what, beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I wrestle in jeans. <laughs> I can't afford gear. Not even so much that I can't afford. I just don't want to spend money on gear. Yeah. So pennies fine as will do. You're talking to the wrong people here. You were talking to the wrong people here. I have yeah. twenty-seven sets of gear. I don't have that many. I think I have like a total of like twelve and like wearable eight or something. You're fucking gaining. There was a time. When I you am. Were, I will. Like, I, uh, I already have like three. I already have like three or four ideas for like people who I want. Yeah, I'm anyway. sorry. I'm, but you as well. You have like a million different characters with gear and shit like that. So like, 
Yeah, well, I had a lot more money when I wasn't running a fucking promotion, so that was <laughs> yeah, true. Every, I haven't. Have you noticed? I've been fuck all new gear since I started. Thinking. True. Yeah. You know I mean? Realize quick that there's no more gear anymore, Karen. Um, fucking Vic. We were doing a seminar with Vic one day, and um, we were doing around the shops at the end, and um, he chopped fucking Ricky Combat so hard. Ricky Graham, sorry, so hard. That, <laughs> He didn't even, he was so, he could like, he tried to get offended, but he couldn't because he was after me chops. And it, <laughs> it looked like he didn't, like, he, he was properly like, <laughs> yeah, I told you, told you, Chopper, told you. Mm. No, <laughs> life, like, um, that's one of my, that's one of my pet peeves if someone, if someone isn't willing to take one. Yeah. I yeah. used to do my face in when I'd be doing training classes at a uh, main stage and, like you'd have some of the, the younger guys who are coming in and this isn't like I wasn't like trying to no, I don't think taking advantage of them is, is the wrong yeah. term, but I wasn't trying to like it was just like this is something that we all do. Like it's it's just a chop. It literally you take a chop, pain goes away in five seconds. It stings for five seconds. That that's literally it's not gonna get you're not, Yeah, you're not gonna get injured, you're not gonna get any any like safe areas like anything like that. Like if you do it safe, yeah, you have no bother. But like you'd have some lads who would they constantly flinch or they put their shoulder in the way. It's like, okay, well you're gonna that's gonna hurt more, and you're yeah. you're probably gonna hurt me if you do it. Like we had to get some of the lads to actually like hold his arms back, so he could take. And these are small classes, so it wasn't like he had a round of twenty people that were gonna chop him. Yeah, he had yeah. maybe six, seven. Yeah. And they're all on the same level, so it's not like they're going to be coming in and like lettering each other. They're just they're going to be throwing out like fairly weak chops at this point. But uh, yeah, definitely it's one of the one of the pet peeves. Do they not want to take it because of the pain or because it would like leave a mark or what? I don't know. I think it's just the, it's the mental thing of uh, chops look like they hurt. They yeah. look like they they hurt a lot. Well, and they do. Know, yeah, they do. Yeah, they 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 hoard. They sting. Least fake thing well, in wrestling because like you don't sell a chop if you just react. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but that's the thing. They do. They sting, but the pain goes away almost yeah, exactly. instantaneously. So like, there's nothing to worry about. And like, if you're if you're in wrestling and you're you're worried about getting like, you're worried about getting hurt, you know, might not be yeah. might not be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially if it's the chopper worried about like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. God, what else is there? Yeah, the shit that can actually hoard. Yeah. You're, you're around a long time, right? Um, did you ever get... Like, discuss this, yeah. Yeah, I know, I'll keep, I'll keep referring to it, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, I'm, I'm fucking... Shit, man. It's, 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 it's weird that the, the 41-year-old is kind of giving me uh, shit uh, for being old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I nearly, <laughs> I nearly started training in main stage fucking years ago when I lived in Dublin. Uh, like oh. a, a bit like an Orn Richard story, but I, I didn't. I, I actually shot myself. Um, and 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 Debbie alluded to it as well, uh, in her podcast. I mean, the fucking hand mm. is going in the door. And I, I yeah. the first time I went to, the, uh, I can't remember who I was talking to. I had um contacted somebody I don't even think it was on Facebook this is how long this is how long ago it was. I was living in Dublin for years. I don't even think it was that. It was fucking fucking Yahoo that fucking code <laughs> whatever whatever the fuck it was. Um I don't even know it wasn't Irish whip I don't think. 
I think it might have been the main stage, but I don't really know. It was that long ago. But I was talking to mm. someone and uh, I was going to go down and I, I went halfway to somewhere and then I was just fucking turned around and I fucking shot the, shot the, shot the bed. But um, do you ever get mixed up with the, the whole, um, and I know it was back in the day, it was NWA versus fucking Irish Whip and was that before your time or during your time or did you ever get mixed up? It was kind of during my time, but um, by the time I'd re I'd started, uh, they did, they did actually did like an invasion angle, where uh, on one of the gym war shows, uh, a lot of the a few of the NWA Ireland guys showed up. Adam Abs, Paul Tracy, and Paddy Morrow showed up to an IWW show, just kind of waltzed in and said well, we're, we've heard you've been talking shit about us. And they, they ran this whole angle and they did a couple of inter-promotional matches. So um, I think that kind of, it it stopped a little bit of, a, of the tension, but there was still, mm. like if you, if you hear Phil, uh, Phil Boyd talk about it, like it was drilled into them, that IWW or the enemy. And vice versa, like if you hear Bruiser yeah. or anybody, it was yeah. drilled into them, that yeah. NWI Ireland are the fucking enemy. You are not allowed to associate with them. You're not allowed to talk to them. I remember I set up my, I same <laughs> again, going back uh, before Facebook, I set up a MySpace page. And um, I had um, like the Irish Dragon MySpace page and I had my little bio and I was listing people that trained me. And I had uh, like one browser, <coughs> Sorry, uh, Seamus O'Shaughnessy and a few others, and I put down Sean South, Alexander Dean. But he had left IWW by this point. So, say, less than a week later, I get a text message off a browser saying, you, You're going to have to take Sean South out of your, out of your MySpace bio because uh, he's not with us. I was like, Okay. Was like, Grand, like, I, I still see some of these boys and fibbers, so, but. Uh, yeah. All right, grand. I'll uh, I'll just take it out because I I wasn't arguing with anybody. It was just fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the way it is. We just kind of heard, like, again, like it, it, some of these stories, like all stories in wrestling, get fucking exaggerated. Hmm. Even talking about something I know on Richards, on Richards about something that happened at a, a show that we did with Irish that about fucking ten Germans. Oh shit! Yeah, the, the you, Emma, Raven had a different version and she yeah. act the fucking show. I only yeah. remember, I was only there thinking the other day, I was like, you were fucking there. How did you get a different version of events to what I... I don't know. <laughs> I really don't fucking know. So, and, and there's been... Like, that's how shit can just be misconstrued, like. Ah, but look, it is that just, thing. It's, it's that it's that all, um, what is it, telephone, telegram, telewrestler. And it's just, know, it, yeah. it, oh, it just changes every yeah. time. Oh, uh, yeah. So what we, like, the only the only reference re- reference point we ever had to that is um through uh Marion Armstrong, kind of through Ross Brown. Do you know what mm. I mean? I think he would have been involved uh with NWA back in the day. Or he was yeah. He was involved. Yeah, so the, the stories that we, we would have heard would have been through him, through Luke. Um mm. and it would have it, it's like fucking it sounded like there was a war going on where it was like fucking people kicking and dressing them doors and fucking <laughs> Going up to shows and sitting in the front row and like fucking yeah. There probably girls. there probably was a bit of that, like lads from NWA showing up with their their NWA Ireland t shirts sitting in there, like sitting there and just like you know not booing the the faces 
uh, not not cheering in front of faces and stuff like that. Yeah, they they'd sit there with their arms crossed. No, no matter how yeah. good the show was, they were told specifically, like go there, see what they're doing, don't interact, like don't don't make any noise. And, and again, vice versa for our IWW. Mm. <laughs> A few of us were probably sent to uh, to NWA shows to do the exact same thing. But like it was just it was such. It was such stupidness. Like, it was so, so fucking petty and silly. Do you know where it kind of, do you have any idea where it came from? Like, where all the pettiness came from? Um, I don't, I think it was just this idea, like, that they, um, that we were walking against the, that they're, they were each walking against each other. That, um, they're a competition. And it was just like, lads, seriously, it's like, is our, were these like really really small promotions <laughs> like you can't, yeah. you, there's no competition it, yeah. um, the only way it's a competition is if it is are running shows on the exact same day in the exact same town mm. like that's the only time it like would ever be probably actual... going to both shows i don't know yeah <laughs> exactly but it, it bred into the fans then as well where some of the fans would be uh i'm only going to nwi Ireland because that's where the real wrestlers are or yeah. i'm only going to iww because they have a TV show. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. that's what it was. I mean, technically, the NWA guys, a lot of them were were so much better, like than a lot of the IWW guys, just from from their technical training because they they got a true Paul and true Fergal, mm. whereas IWW had more money, and we could afford the fly-ins and we could afford the TV show and we could afford so much more that. <clears throat> No matter how good NWA were doing, mm. IWW was IWW was probably viewed as the big dog, as the 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 bigger promotion, because we're able to splash out a bit more. Exactly, yeah. But um, yeah, it was just it, it was weird, and it's so it's 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 really unfortunate because when you look back at some of the talent that was around at that time, that never really got to walk with each other. Like yeah, I've yeah. never walked, I've never got to walk with a lot of the NWA guys. I've never had a match with Justy. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's definitely he's like number one on my list. Yeah, my pen. Um, Imagine you've been around. Yeah. Let's get a list. Let's get a list of first jobs. It was um, it was only it was not, and it was only out up until like last year. I'd never been in the ring with Paddy Morrow and. Paddy Morrow is legit one of my like favorite guys in the the whole the like the whole scene over here. Mm. Uh, I love Paddy to death. Um, uh, he was actually the very first uh, independent show I went to see. Paddy was main event in it, and he was one of the few people that I remembered from it because I was what sixteen at the time, and uh, you see a lot of gimmicks. You don't uh, like bad PA, so you're not exactly taking in everyone's name but I remembered him I remembered yeah. him all the, like the years later and uh, it was it was fucking excellent getting to be in the ring with him then last year but I've I've never had a one on one with him I'd love to uh, I'd love that to seems tag like with him such as well <laughs> you like would think yeah. too, but, but then like just because there was some made up war like yeah <laughs> okay Cork is neutral venue it's okay right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no he's no. billing like, there's, What's there's loads like? of others like like even like Jesus Maxar as well Maxar I've never had a match with Alexander Dean I've never had a match with 
who was one of my original trainers. I tagged with him once, um, and we probably did a couple of battle royals. But like, he's often said it. I've often said it that like, and we need to we need to organise this. We need to sort this somehow of getting some sort of uh, interaction with each other, because there's there's a story there waiting to be told as well. So it would, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to do. I'd l- I'd love to work with with Dean. Oh, come here! Did you ever? Um, we've all, anyone. I mean, <coughs> we all we always bring up um, Daddy, wrestling Daddy, right? Not in any kind of, not in any kind of a fucking um, anti Daddy. We all had fun when we did it. Like, uh, but we're talking yeah. next, right? Um, did you ever work Daddy? But once, once um, it was actually just that one time that Richie was talking about last week. Uh, <coughs> you worked with the other was... there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was a weird one. It's a, like I hundred percent. I get what everyone, why everyone loves die so much. Personally, I just I I don't think it's for me. Um, I just I don't like the idea of having a match and having someone else do my crowd walk for me. It just it it, it fucking completely blew my mind. In the in the worst possible way, when I'm in there having my match and Muldoon is on on the mic the whole Don't time. Give yeah. Up. yeah, Don't and it's give just like, up. where the fuck is that coming from? <laughs> and like, I'm I'm about to like, like I'm about to start like tuning up the band Shawn Michaels style, and yeah. he's like he's over the PA system and he's like he's he's chanting and clapping and stuff. Like that. Like, this is this is off button. It's confusing yeah. me now. Yeah. And this is this is my first time doing it. And plus, we were, um, Jamie Coleman was organising this specific one, this mm. specific shot, and uh, <clears throat> he'd sent us all, uh, we are all in a group, in a, in a messenger group, and he sent us all what would be happening. So on the way up, I think I was supposed to be doing something with, uh, with Gunter Isaac. I was really yeah. excited about that, because... Um, yeah, I, I would have loved to, to work with him. Under friend of the was, show, part of yep. <laughs> I would have loved to work with when he was when he was healthy, and mm-hmm. hopefully when he does when he does get back into uh, get healthy again, I'd love to do something with him. But uh, yeah. we were booked to to do something together. I think it was either me and me and Gunter, or it was me and uh, uh, Phil Nelson. Oh yeah, it was one or the other, and uh, we had something. We had something planned because we were driving down together and we were coming up with these ideas and we get to the show and Muldeon has completely changed everything and now I'm walking with Richie and everyone else is doing something else and uh, it just, it kind of, I don't know, it left a little bit of a bad taste but I completely understand why it's, I, I 100% I, I agree that it's, it's so valuable to get those reps in, to be yeah. in front of a crowd. To Can you pull you aside and tell you how wrestling works? <laughs> uh, no, I, I was one of the few that he was just like, okay, well, you're one of the you're one of the guys that's been around for a while, so like, I, I don't need to to explain to you. Um, so I was just like, yeah, grand. And he, he was delighted that I had me me dragon gear with me because um, he wanted me to do the super lucha. Ah, yeah. you would have been a pale super lucha compared to me, boy. I'm telling you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Talk about the map. Talk about a map based lucha. <laughs> You probably have a better six one nine than me because <laughs> who mine, fucking don't? <laughs> mine, my six one nine made it up the stairs. <laughs> my six one nine may maybe made it to about sixty two. It just, <laughs> uh. 
I went through the ropes and that's about as far as I went. Have you like heard about the characters in Dottie though? Like Ah oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, like what the, what's yeah, what character would you like to play that you've heard about in Dottie? Um, I wouldn't like I'd love to do the hot stuff thing. Just because, like, I think it'd be, I think it'd be funny because, especially when you got someone like, who looks like Corbin, who's doing it. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. He, he loves it. He, like, he it's George Michael doing it. Like, yeah. I'd love to do it in the opposite direction, where like, I think I'm massive. Like, yeah. I, like I'm clearly, I think I'm a small dude. So like, I'm coming out yeah. and like proper flexing. Like, yeah. like, I'd love to do that. I, I, I think that'd be fun. But again, it's just the, it's the, the concept of. <laughs> it's the concept of like having someone else do my uh, do my crowd work and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just it's that little bit awful. And um, like I was saying earlier, I I I feel like I perform better when I'm involved when there's a story in it. Mm. Uh, and it's not that I don't enjoy doing just your yeah, standard just kid shows and stuff like that. But like I think I'm I'm. I'm at my best when uh, in the high pressure situations, in the the overdames, the the big yeah. the big shows. Yeah. I think it's probably as well because I did Dragon for so long uh, of doing these kid shows and being constantly told, "Oh, well, you're never getting an overdames show with that kind of gimmick and stuff like that." And so yeah. it's just like when I was given the opportunity to run with uh, an overdames gimmick, I it kind of I, I kind of I latched onto it then. I was just like, well, this is this is where I'm at the best. So this is this is the way I'd like to to walk. But again, I'd still I like the I like the kids shows because I can bring my kids. So yeah, that's nice. That's always a plus. Yeah. Although Orla is fucking terrified of of noise, so uh, bringing her to a show is is always a bit of a challenge. She, Especially when daddy's getting chopped. Mm. Yeah, she sh she struggles through the first couple of matches, but eventually she kind of she gets into it. Um, but How does actually, she react even, actually when she's watching you get like beat up? Ah, uh, she doesn't care. Doesn't care. Oh. <laughs> she's just like, because like I, I've had to kind of, I've had to level with her because I, I think the yeah, first of couple of times she was a bit worried, but um, yeah. no, I've had to kind of level with her, and let her know what's going on that that he's that he's playing, so she knows I'm not really getting hurt or whatever. Uh, um she's yeah she's grand with me getting bashed she she's grand with me me wrestling she so long as i'm i'm not uh so long as i'm not wrestling martina then oh is fine, martina her fine. favorite yes because she wrestles in her jammies <laughs> nice. yeah. uh she like we uh me and uh me and martina were working a couple of matches last year and um she got really upset with me when she found out i was going to be wrestling martina she's like well, Daddy, you can't win. You're not allowed to win. You're <laughs> not like allowed to bash Martina. Like that stomp a girl in her jammies over her dad. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just even that, like, like Jesus Christ, like I, 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 I do everything for you, you little. <laughs> and I, I don't even crack your top five. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, like speaking of, um, I mean, from from a local point of view, from a Phoenix point of view, right? I know that um, when you when we did our first show, you were you were you were a pretty um, prevalent part to play because you got bought Ricky Graham in the main event. A lot, that was yeah. a lot. <laughs> the first time 
there was a first time a lot of people, like Cork people are bad travellers. We just don't travel to Dublin for wrestling shows mm. in, 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 in massive numbers. I mean, there's, there's yeah. fans in Cork that do go to Dublin, not saying that, but like the major, there's a lot of our fans that wouldn't have seen a lot of, a lot of the guys like yourselves and yeah. us fucking you know, Dublin only wrestlers that had never been in Cork before. Um, and the fucking the reaction that got on the night, and because it was just after being really good, feel good, feel good fucking show, you know, and everyone was like, Phoenix, and you know, we were all me and, me and Marion were crying because we we're like, oh my god, it's like the next thing, bash the fucking bottle. Yeah. And you actually have the fucking like, and that's what you don't get that at kid shows, you don't get that reaction, yeah, you don't get you wouldn't be able to do something like that anyway. It is. It's it's a it's a completely different beast. Is mm. the the kids the over again? It's not just because of the the content or whatever, it, but because of the atmosphere of it. And and there is a different feel to it when you go out for for kids shows. You know you can go out and just kind of take the piss, and you know be friendly about it. But you know take yeah. the piss anyway. Like um. Yeah. But when you do when there's just there's a heightened level of intensity for these for over eighteen shows and for over eighteen promotions when you know. You can go out and kind of go ball to the wall and do the do the wrestling that a lot of us enjoy. Like me personally, I like I said, I I prefer it that way. Just I I get more of a kick from a personal standpoint from from doing these really intense matches than I do from uh, <clears throat> just having a decent quality match. Because I a lot of that probably lies in the fact that like I I I. I feel I'm better at, at storytelling than I am at technique because uh, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm not as young as I used to be. I can't do the same kind of shit that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm as young as you. I'm as young as you used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, like I I can't do the stuff that that Scotty can do. I can't do the stuff that that the modern like lads. I can't do the stuff that that um that Skylar can do like I, I just can't I can't anymore I just yeah. I'm not I'm not as uh, as flexible as I used to be but I can tell a, I can tell a story not that they can't but I that's that's a, kind of my that's my bread and butter is is storytelling you did a great yourself and Ricky did a great job at um at storytelling that that whole angle and that whole payoff for me I thought that, yeah that was that was a, that was one of the highlights of the kind of first phase of Austin Phoenix do you know what I mean I really, I really, really enjoyed working with Ricky, especially because, uh, like I, I didn't hear great things about Ricky. I'd heard like kind of horror stories about him being not, not great to work with, um, and maybe even having a bit of an ego. But like, when I got to work with him, it was fucking piss easy. Like, I needed to to go over things a couple of times with him, but like, other than that, like, he took everything yeah. I was saying on board. Uh, he was chipping in his own ideas if they made sense. He went in. If he didn't, we found a way to to uh, rejig them so they could go in. But like yeah. he was, he was a pleasure to work with. Absolute pleasure. I think it's the guilty by association thing again with CW mm. and being yeah. forced to be. But he CCW champ very early in his career. Not really trained, and that's not his fault. We just didn't. We'd yeah. fucking nobody, we'd nobody to train us in Cork. Like, um, Raven was lucky, she was in the school a year, a good year with, with Ross Brown and whatnot, and, and Marion Armstrong and, and Burnsy and whatnot. We were with 
when I started Blake for about fucking 10 minutes before he f- got fuck, the fuck out, thankfully. Mm. Um, then Ricky was thrown into the, because he was the next most experienced. It was, it was unfair to be asked to do that, but he, he wasn't yeah. going to do that. He wasn't going to say no either. Well, he, no. They, they, no, no, but they had no other choice. It was either him or Lee, like. Mm. And yeah, Lee, at the time, not. you know what I mean? So like, there was no winner in that situation. And I think, fuck it, they, yeah. I, there was a lot of, there was a lot of oh, he's, uh, uh, attracted to Cork about because you like it's dangerous. Untrained people train. Like it is fucking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, especially when you're when you're putting those kind of matches, like in your mm. your main event matches, like you you'll always see them. Like you you get on on most most shows, like your your skill shows and stuff. You people going out, they're trying out gimmicks, or they're they're, they're going out because yeah. they've been training every week or every day, so they've earned a spot. So you put them out on, in front of a crowd. Sometimes yeah. they sink, sometimes they they swim. But yeah, yeah, it is it is it's a dangerous situation to put someone who isn't at main event level in a, a main event. Yeah, he, he it, was lucky uh, with Lycan. He likes to work with, and, and mm. like him, Lycan's a good Lycan's Lycan's a lovely guy, great guy. Do you know what I mean? And he's been around as well. Mm. I think he he probably protected him a little in regard to yeah. matches and whatnot. Um, but then it is what it is, and like we've, that's, that's the way. That's the way it just panned out. I mean, we're that's it as well. Like the the risk of doing that is not only like, like your physical health. Like he might he might do something wrong or get himself hurt or hurt someone else even worse. But like, the ripple effect then of that is, your main event is what people will notice. It's what's going to yeah. make the most noise. And yeah. if you if you have a promotion that puts someone who isn't main event ready in a main event. And everybody sees it, then they go, "Well, that must be a shit promotion if that's your your top guy." Yeah. And it's it it puts on a bad stink onto the onto the promotion. It does, uh, and that's very hard. To, that's very hard to get rid of. Yeah, it's very very hard to get rid of, and I it, I think it's probably one of the things why you end up quitting. Um, on well, yeah, I was I was just going to ask actually, what whatever did what what happened there? Do you know what? Because I thought after after air stuff, like I thought, he seemed like he was he was really into it. He was he was, he was like enjoying he was, what he was doing. He was enjoying what he was doing. I think he got a a lot of freedom to do what he wanted to do, and he didn't have the pressure of fucking Lee asking him mm. to train or blah blah blah. But I don't know. I, I think it like, and if he's, if he's I know you want fucking you want you want hate me, and I'm not shooting at him for anything. Like, cause but he did a lot of negative attention brought on himself. By you know mm-hmm. things that were happening towards the end of his stuff in training, right? I think he was at the just sick of it at the end of his tether, being asked to do all this stuff constantly by Lee, um, with no fucking with no um, with, with nothing in it for him kind of thing. But not even in it for him, like yeah. just oh man, it, like to be in to be in the season. Emma, you can agree with me, like the fucking the grind that people were in the position yeah. with, like. Run around trying to train in a place with rats and fucking everything. It's like, oh, Jesus, yeah. any wonder we all nearly we all nearly self destructed. Like to be fair, like yeah. couldn't do any push ups without getting like fucking tomtacks in your hands. And, shit. Like, oh, man. and I think, yeah. I think Ricky did really enjoy that when Phoenix started, but I think it weighed heavy in his heart that I think his reputation was what it was, and he very hard to have good matches, and I think he did to. Um, to, to you know, to, to get himself a better name and whatnot. But um, in his in his, I'd say he thought to himself that the damage had been done, and the wrestling was probably passed. Yeah. I think the last chat we had, that's what he said to me. 
which is a really thing to say. Um, I think he did. Um, he just he just proposed to the missus as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. There was all this stuff going on with we's building a house and whatnot. I don't think he's undone. I think he will come back at some point. He's still young. Yeah. He's in great shape. Um, oh, that'd be cool. But that's that's it. Like it's it's one of those things. Is like <clears throat> he was born. He was no matter what's going on. No matter what's going on. Wrestle. No matter what's going on. Wrestle. Like life still goes on as well. Yeah, yeah. Like there. What well, back in December. Um, like Beds, you were on to me about like coming in for for a few shows throughout yeah. the year, and I unfortunately I had to let you down. And I did the same with job where I had to say, look, um, Lynn's at the at the last few months of our pregnancy, and it's not been going well. So I'm not taking any mm. bookings until the baba's here. Yeah, and probably well for a while. Uh, so yeah, like it, that's the thing. Like <clears throat> wrestling is really important and all, but. If you're real, if it's in, if it's affecting your real life, then you need to kind of you need yeah. to kind of weigh out the pros and cons. Then on that, uh, like yeah. I I took the time off. Uh, unfortunately, ended up like missing out on like six, seven bookings between yourselves and OTT. Uh, fucking snapping! I really, yeah. really was. People, people were giving out to me, going, and like, and our fans were giving out to Phoenix, like, why isn't Terry Thatcher in the fucking <laughs> in the title picture? I was like, fucking ask him. He's having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking. Of course, it's but that's, that's fucking usual. You know what I mean? But that's, that's it as well. Like I, um, I, I just I came back and I did a, a, a school show. Mm. And it was my first match in uh, like three months or something like that. And I, I had a really really good match with with Justin Daniels for um, <coughs> in the, the skill show. Yeah. And uh, I like just cut my hair. I like had long hair and I'd cut it. It was nice and short and nice and neat. And now with like. The, like fucking this because I'm fine with a yes you want to call you want to call like that kid in school that you'd make fun of for like no reason but like you'd cry anyway <laughs> I don't have that yeah. problem so <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh yeah I have a feeling the uh, the skinhead might be making a comeback soon yes but yes, um yeah fucking uh, I'd, I'd like I'd went out and uh, Lynn got me a new pair of uh Pair of cons as well, like a like personalized cons. I've got Tatcha written on the side, daddy looking. Um, so like I was, I was all geared up for for coming back, and then of course, you know, the world broke the shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe that's the universe's way of saying like, now Tatcha, you're not allowed wrestling. We're just gonna we're gonna fuck up the world so you don't get the wrestle. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone's thinking that. Everyone's How like, did you get for taking those three months off? <laughs> <laughs> How have you been like keeping busy during we're, this we're time? Like, are you someone who's still. like, it's Brent kind of relax, or, or like, are you someone who like you can't sit still? Like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm a generally kind of lazy person as it is. So, uh, having all this time off now, it's just, um, I've been just enjoying being daddy more than anything else, and um. Yeah. Like there was there was a stage there last year where I was actually I was getting hurt a lot. Um not seriously not seriously injured, but like seemed like every match I'd have I'd wake up the next day and I'd be I'd have a new a new niggling injury. Like uh, on my back, on my ribs or like I was getting awful issues with uh my, I think it was my hand there for a while. I was getting some issues with my hand. Uh, 
yeah, it was just, it was like shit was starting to catch up on me. And, um, your audio you know, in and out there, Terry. Where's your microphone? Sorry. Here. Uh, you got me now? It was perfect. No, again, it was just as you were moving around, it was just kind of coming down. All right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was starting to have a few, a few ni- niggling injuries. So having this bit of time off has been grand. Uh, get myself, like having the time off beforehand was yeah. was fine. I was starting to feel myself again. Uh, like I was still going down training and still same kind of issues. I was still getting hurt a little bit. Like I kept fucking up my foot for a while. And uh, but yeah, having having all this time off has been grand. And it's just it's it's given me this this full opportunity to just to be here to help Linda out to completely bond with with Aoife every night, like being able to do night feeds and stuff like that and not have to worry about getting up for walk. Um, it's just, I've been, I've been enjoying that. And we're right across the road from a park, so I can bring, the, I can bring Orla in for our 2K walk and bring her in and show around the footballs and stuff like that and do little exercises with her. So I've been enjoying that. Um, plus, we got, uh, we got Disney Plus. Like oh, so I I can finally I can finally watch all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Have you so, not like, seen all oh, of them? No, no. I think oh, you seem like someone who's like a, a nerd for it. Like. You would imagine. You would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the last one that I had I had properly watched was either like um Age of Ultron or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't remember which one came out last in the sequence, but yeah. To be um, fair, it is pretty hard to keep up with them because it's like yeah. a new one every two months. <laughs> and that was it. Like the other day, um, I was I was at the watching up to the Forced Avengers, and I was like, yeah. Grant, all right, I'm on a bit of a roll. I'm on a bit of a roll." And uh, then I just looked through the rest of it. I was like, "Holy shit, I've still got like another fucking twenty-four of these or something." <laughs> yeah, it did become. Yeah, but it's it's kind of cool though. It's kind of cool though as well because um, all is starting to get into it. Nice. Because like she, she just wants to watch her own shit. But like eventually, you know, she has to relinquish the remote, and other people have to watch the TV. Like we can't just watch whatever it is that she's watching. So like she'll actually sit down and watch some of it and kind of get into it. So like she's really into the um, X Men, the original like the nineteen nineties cartoon. I've been watching those actually. Fucking loves it. Have you? Like, the have other you day, yeah. X Men fan, um, Raven Creed. Oh yeah, you would never fucking guess. Not like I've talked in the last seven fucking podcasts. Uh, yeah. Part three, because we're going to edit out that shit that I just said. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, part three. Uh, so the way we've, we finish all these, um, we finish all these off, Terry, is we ask our guest to book the Irish. No. This isn't a wrestling, a wrestling show. This is a fucking fight. So... Uh, you especially could get in trouble for this because you live in Dublin. <laughs> if you don't put in certain people, they're going. To, if if they find they're going, well, we're in doing it. So we want eight of the people that you think are the, the, the toughest fighters in Ireland. Then we go through. We went to first round, semi final, final. Just to give you a good right. so far, we have I think have we two Phil Boyd's winning it. Yeah, what? we have a Justy. Yeah. Oh, Justy and uh, uh, Raven booked herself to win it. Okay, yeah. I'll just... <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you shouldn't be from order. Exactly, yeah. 
that kind of shit would happen that I'd go be in a match with Bruiser and like outpower him or some shit. Like, well, that was uh, that was after three. Okay, so I have to go over in a brawl for all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. definitely beat Bill Boyd in a real yeah. fight. Like, you were you were you were well set to to go into that big program with Stone Cold. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, so first round. So here was going to go. Give me two names. There, there. First round. Then two more names. Two more names. And whoever wins. Uh, Right, I have to get it out of the way just so so it doesn't ruin my uh, my my uh, my gimmick that I, as as a street fighter. I guess I have to throw myself in. Yeah, like it's grand because I'm I'm going out in the fourth round. Okay, you're in there. You're you're in there. Yeah. Like in real life, you do seem like someone who would like bite your ankles in a fight. Like you know, you you <laughs> I'm yeah. I, I don't want to shatter any anyone's illusion, but like I'm I'm actually really really passive. <laughs> Oh, oh really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm very like I can't remember the last time I got into a scrap. I let it just be. So who's who's in your first round? Well, um, I I I was thinking about this for a while, and I was gonna throw Joe in, but Ooh. I would put him against somebody that would be uh, that would would be willing to to take a dive to get a booking. <laughs> That's but, uh, like ninety-five percent of the items, <laughs> to be fucking honest. Which is because I don't want to offend anybody. Wouldn't. Huh? Because, yeah, because I don't want to offend anybody. I, I guess I'll throw him in with me. So I'll, ju- I'll, I'll take the dive. I, the unintentional dive because he beat the absolute piss out of me. So Joe's going to the semi-final. Good stuff. I don't even know if Joe has any like actual fighting background or if he's just a big lad and everyone's just fucking terrified of him. Like I'm not special, so am I. But like, he's got this mystique about him. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I don't get. He's like it, he's like Batman. You, like yeah. he's probably been like trained by ninjas or some shit. <laughs> very, I don't rarely get intimidated by like um, people that are younger than me or just people in general. Do you know what I mean? But like. Yeah. He'd be up to when it comes to wrestlers or sports stars like Roy Keane. I've met him a couple of times, scares the bejesus out of me. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. as a fan, you know that who Joe is, even though you're fucking so you would be like, Ooh. You booked him on a show, like, yeah, I know. But it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, the scariest thing of all time is what do you, he asked me, What do I want out of this match? He's like, Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever you fucking, whatever you want, like, you know. Uh, so, anyway. um, you losing to Joe is um, understandable. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right, oh, shit, now I have to think of other people and who they'd match up with. Uh, hmm. Fuck, I'm going to I'm gonna throw Bedlam in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Honestly, the guy just... I th- I reckon you're you're like just one of those like you don't you will fight when you have to you know you you seem like one of those yeah, I've got a big GA background and if you're coming out of lockdown you're coming out of lockdown in total isolation this massive amount of cabin fever you're just like, yeah <laughs> exactly you yeah exactly you need about four boomers in you before you have your match but like. You'll go in and start swinging. You'll start windmilling. Bedlam so, yeah, once yeah. broke someone's arm with a shoot DDT in real life. <laughs> How did you break someone's arm from a DDT? <laughs> he tucked his arm. One my fault. 
I did a for DDT. He had his elbow tucked and it went, he fell on his elbow and then I gave him a couple Fucking rookie. Before he, <laughs> um, I was destined to be a wrestler in school. <laughs> Every Wednesday, it was, who was Lynchy fighting now? And then, until I fought a bigger boy and he beat the fucking shit out of me. That was the end of that. But uh, I do have the, the, like when I was playing Harlan, I, pre-helmet days, because I'm old, um, <laughs> time I got the scrap, it was just one, one more fucking headbutt you. And if you didn't go down, I was pretty fucked. But um, when mm. you headbutt somebody, at least their eyes will water, and then the rest of the team will dive on. So. When you headbutt someone, like if someone actually chooses to hit you with their head, you know kind of like, okay, maybe I won't fuck with this person. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but it's the hardest part it's like of your it, head. Like, you know, it's the hardest part of your head. Well, yeah, it is, but like, no one wins with a headbutt. They all hurt. You're just hitting someone's head with your no, head. No, but if you, if, you, if, if you grab somebody by the jersey really quickly and you yeah. headbutt their you nose. You headbutt them in the nose, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. fucking, they're not, they're not, they're not fucking seeing straight for a few minutes. You know what I mean? You've got. No, definitely, you've got, yeah. Got a good time to get a couple of few snaky digs in. Anyway, who, who am I up against? Uh, oh, okay. Um... Oh, shit, see, I'm also looking at the uh, at the, the second round. <laughs> so, what's um, that? Me and Joe. Yeah. Don't put me through. Oh my God, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do this match? Whatever you want. <laughs> um, I I want to see you have a straightener with a bruiser. Oh. <laughs> that was, that was I've wrestled bruiser a bit, like a good bit, and yeah. a lot. I actually really like fucking working with him. But do you think that you'd beat him in an actual fight? Oh God, no. I, you don't think so? If I was booking a brawl for all, I'd say I'd put him over. And I'd, like, I've been like, knocked oh. out by him by mistake. <laughs> he knocked me out in, in the middle of the ring with a clothesline. Jackson, he's a fucking really, really strong dude. And he's a yeah. tank. And he's a fucking bally man. He's a really nice guy. But I don't want to punch off him because he would break my face. So are you putting bruisers? Just writing down bruisers going over there, right? Yeah, I suppose I got it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think, yeah. I think it'd be an inter- I think it'd be an interesting one, but I'd, yeah. Well, yeah. it all depends what happened after the, yoga the yoga. headbutt. If the headbutt didn't work, yeah. <laughs> unless it, unless it's one of those those Doctor Death moments where bruiser accidentally blows out his knee. Ooh, that could happen. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. He, he, he does have old man knees. That's happened in like a match in Phoenix. <laughs> he was just like sprinting for someone and fell over. But I, could, I have old so man hips. It was hips. funny to look at, but it wasn't funny when you figured out, oh my God, his knee is like not there anymore. <laughs> like, I got old man yeah, hips, so that could be, the two of us could end up just going, nah, fuck it, we leave it off. <laughs> yeah, but Ben, you've got kind of old man everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I wear it well, that's the thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> that is the I thing. I own it. <laughs> fucking own it. <laughs> The oldest professional wrestler in the modern part. <laughs> when Seamus comes back, he's a he, he wins. <laughs> right. Um, how Irish do we have to be? You have to be Irish. Oh, okay. Who are you yeah, thinking? The only one I was thinking. The only one I'm allowing in because he's an Irish passport would be uh, Pastor William Eaver. Ah. No, because I was, was going to draw in Eddie Kingston, but like yep. to, to be my eventual winner. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, no one's beating that guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Unless you're telling me he's half Irish, but he's not. Dan Barry, how Irish is Dan Barry? We could leave him in if it mm. I don't think he he's actually Irish. Well, no, he's got an Irish citizenship, doesn't he? Or did he, he want to get it? 
Well, wanting and having is two different things. We have to invest. Yeah. In. Let's 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 park that for another one. Yeah. Um. Right. Who have I got? Uh, I want to see. No, because that, it's just going to get me in trouble if I, if, if, no matter who no, I say, it's going to win. It, bitch. Get yourself cancelled. <laughs> get these fucking used hunting. Um, I always love when it gets to the end. Yeah, <laughs> who goes over? More aggressive. Get fucking do it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> if the stats like, oh, well, it's a show. Let's go. So lovely. Get yourself cancelled, you cunt. Uh. Yeah. Go on, we love a good cancel boy. So you have four more people, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So who do you think is a good fighter and who is shit in Dublin wrestling or in Irish wrestling or whoever in fucking Ireland? Basically, you have to pick four people you're friends with and everyone else you fucking hate. Um, Alright, solely just because I listened to the Low Blows the other night and uh, I want to see a uh, shoot fight. Danny Deans versus Phil Boyd. <laughs> oh, I actually took a listen to that. That was really fucking funny. <laughs> that would oh, give, me, give me some uh, that context would, to that. Uh, Danny Deans, I don't know if you remember, big lad. Um, I've heard about him, but um, yeah, he was a he was a big lad. He still is. Like he's a a, a smaller big lad, but um, he was kind of like Ricky. He was kind of pushed way too hard, way too fast. And uh, it kind of took it the wrong way. And uh, right. yeah, uh, I always had great chemistry. Like, I always enjoyed working with Danny. And I, I got along with Danny. But he he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And Phil Boyd was one of them. And Phil Boyd, from all reports, is hard as fuck. So I yeah. would, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it. <laughs> and yeah, I, is, I, is Danny I, Dean still working? Not anymore. I think he's he's one of those that like he could he could always come back if anyone if anyone would be willing to train him. If yeah. if it, like if if any skills would be willing to take him in, mm. then he he'd have a place. Like he's this big massive chap. Like he. Like, is he an Emerald guy? Because I remember I was kind of talking to me about him. So we, he was an Emerald guy when it, I don't even know if Emerald is still going. No, no, but yeah, he was, he was an Emerald guy. Um, he was a CPW guy, then a DCW guy, then briefly main stage. But like, and if, CCW, you, if you throw, he's been, yeah, through, yeah. he has the Holy Trinity, DCW, <laughs> CCW. What the fuck has Hall it, of Fame stature? Honestly, if you if you put like uh, like flaming tattoos on his head, bam, he'd bam, look like Bam Bam. Yeah, like yeah. he's he's a he's a Bam Bam cosplayer. But uh, yeah, I would I I I just love to see it. I'd yeah, love okay. to see it. And we'll I put would. Phil through, I imagine. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, friend I'm trying. Show, I'm, friend of the show, Phil Boy. I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm probably gonna start looking into getting booked to a fight factory, so I definitely have to put Phil over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. See, for, uh, I saw photographs of Phil. Not uh, the other, like this week. He's fucking in some tremendous shape. 
Yeah, yeah he's and looking he's well. He's been like running yeah. every day or something just because of yeah. listening to low blows. He's been saying he's been like running every day and getting back into fitness, and it fucking shows. Like he's obviously uh, look looking at looking at me with the bald head and the fucking beard and going, "That's a good look." So he's he looks like a fucking bear. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is every wrestling from all around the country going to be just be bald now at this point? You know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's the, it's the lockdown look. It is. Last one, last one, last, well, last first round in there. All right. Um, hmm. Hmm. Wait, I, I want to go with. Scotty versus Alexander Dane. But, 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 but. Oh, oh, shit. I genuinely, I don't know who would win that. Okay. What would you think? Do you ever think you're going to get a full time? Do you ever think you're going to get a full time? You know what I mean? And you could run. Yeah, I'll give you half answers. Yeah, it's just like. Like, I. I know how good both of them are, and they're like Scotty. Scotty is one of those that like he starts on people for fun. Like he'll go out to a nightclub and just like really. Oh, see that lad over there? I think I'm gonna German suplex him. Why? I don't know. He's, there. he's wearing a white short. He deserves it. So uh, yeah, he's wearing a white he's short. So I think I think he needs to be nice gay world. Scotty is fucking bang on the fuck. He really, really is. He's so he's so funny and so sound. But yeah, he, he yeah. John Miro lives unconscious apparently. Yeah, <laughs> if you listen clo- if you listen closely, you still German suplex and Billy Bedham yeah. right oh, now. There I go. Oh, yeah, he's still going. Yeah. Don't give <laughs> up. Don't give up. We never shut the fuck up. I'm trying to remember a spot, you prick. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Okay, so Scotty. Scotty, I can't, I can't, I can't pick between the two of them. So I can't, I can't book that. I'm gonna have to book something silly instead. Um, <laughs> let's see. Who do I want to see Phil? Bash. Um. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. There, there's an idea. Uh, but oh. then someone that you have to book someone then that you think he could beat. Oh, yeah, Lee versus Raven. Oh, that's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to my podcast. <laughs> you just go loose on them. Yeah, that would uh, <laughs> that would be a very very quick match. <laughs> yeah, we'd be dragging you off. God, he's dead. But you just don't. He's already. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! He's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like everyone that was in CCW just everywhere. like fucking coming in, and the ref like just turns around like. It's that it's that old scene from from ECW where they're all throwing the chairs in, but yeah. like, yeah, it's like, oh no, keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring in a JCB and just fucking <laughs> knock the whole thing. So that's a dream match, yeah. So um, I'm not even gonna let you book that. I would win that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I won't do that. I won't do that. I will book Lee Callahan versus Dave Long, the Ooh, promoter. Then promote from DCW. Brilliant. And Love have it. them have them have a fucking slap fest. Oh, that'll be that match. Oh, it'll be appropriate. Hmm. <laughs> um I, I I reckon Lee might squeeze it out there. He's a hardcore wrestler, yeah. 
Yeah, huh? true. What do you mean, bro? But the the beauty of that is he goes on and gets fucking demolished. By, by Phil Boyd, Boyd. Yes, and I think that, that would be brilliant. That that's a spectacle mm. that we all need. I think, and I think. Did that ever happen in CCW? Did Lee ever book any match involving him and him and Phil, like a tag team match? Yeah, I wouldn't say so. Lee booked no? very, very carefully. Okay. It was always a, you could take advantage of like the Woods Brothers and smash plastic things over their heads. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I'm a big fan of the fucking Woods Brothers. Really nice guys, but you know. Right. So we're in the second round, and we've yes. got. So it's uh, Joe Bruiser and Phil Boyd and Lee Callahan. Joe has oh. went over me. Joe has went over me. Yeah. Uh, went over me. Bruiser has went over Bedlam. Um, Phil has went over Danny. And Lee has over. somehow got past Dave Long. <laughs> so You got outside help from the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get... Um, Phil will... like. He'll elongate the match as well. He'll he'll make it go to the time limit by yeah. not allowing Lee to tap out at a, at any point or like not allowing him to pass out. He'll just like keep bashing him and keeping him awake and keep bashing him and make sure it goes to a judge's decision. That like yeah, with like ninety nine hit point ratio, Bill Boyd. <laughs> So, and the, the three judges the turn one. up on the judging panel are the three of us and we're like time <laughs> <We're> like, yeah. <laughs> time extended lads we just really want to make sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. no we go over time, over time. five minutes <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Phil goes to the final um, and this is where uh, Bruiser takes a dive to try and get a booking <laughs> so Joe goes to the final and do you think it'll work then, I just have a, qu- a quick question on that. Um, I guess I know you're saying that Bruiser takes a dive, but what's your honest opinion on if it was a... What, what was uh, if it was a legit? Uh, honestly, oof. I don't know. I I reckon Joe maybe slightly, but again, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but like if I had to, if I had to pick one, and not just because he's my booker, <laughs> like, I've seen Joe like full Nelson suplex like a man as if it was like a fucking sack of flour like it's terrifying how strong he fucking is or was yeah. anyway <laughs> I know like he was he was like a bouncer for years as well like, yeah for the, whereas like, I know Browser Browser has his boxing, boxing background as well but yeah. so, I don't know something in me just says Joe might trump him just a little bit so Joel goes to the final. So we've got. So, but again, there. but again, like that's that's just a hypothetical. Oh yes, gonna ta- gonna take the dive, so we can mm, try and get a booking again. Yes, and you have to say so, that because he's your friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, Joel. So, we, go, we go for an adventure. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> so the so, final is Phil Joel Boyd versus, versus Joel Gabray. The Battle of Dublin. Our, they're about that smart. They're like is it NWO head to head. They're head to head. They're head to head. They're like they're they're bowling. They're bowling. They're bowling. And then they they hug. <laughs> they say, "We got you. It was me, Austin. <laughs> 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 they swerved us all. 
<laughs> so the winner of the Irish Brawl for All is a love amalgamation of <laughs> Bill Boyd and Joe Cabray, where they ride off into the sunset on the back of and a horse. And then it turns into the, it turns into this massive angle where they're like, and no one from Phoenix will ever work in Dublin, and then you have to fight your way back in. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a full new invasion angle. That's a good idea. Phoenix, we'll come in Phoenix on like a tank or some shit. Yes. Yeah. Always with a tank. <laughs> Always with a tank. Not a Jeep. Not like DX. An actual tank. Yeah, an actual tank. Fuck it, I'll rob a tank. I'll find one. I'll make one out of cardboard and then I'll cycle up to it on my bike. Uh, uh, I'll drive you up, it's okay. Yay, that's good. We can like put like some cardboard over your no, car. And all we gotta do, no, no, I got it. Jimmy Combat can get anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anything. He'll get, Anything a, he'll get like Air Force One or something. He like is a, definitely as close as there is to the fucking mafia as humanly possible in car. He's just like no, no, no bother, Betsy. Anything you want, it's just no bother, Betsy. It's like okay. Can we get chairs? No bother. Can we get someone to make posters? No bother. Can we get rid of this person? No, no bother. bother. No, like no bother, Betsy. And he, actually, the more I think about it, he, I, you meet him for a cafe and these quaint little cafes. You know, it's very mafia oriented. The more I think about it, I'm going to edit this bit out because I might. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we're all friends. I know, oh, Jim's a legend. Of Jim's a legend. So, of Joe Cabray and Phil. So, Joe Boyd and Phil. Because um, Johnny on the fence over here won't make the fucking decision who's going to win. Because yeah, he wants to get booked. <laughs> we're going to actually win the fight. Yes. We're not leaving you off this fucking people. call until you tell me who you think will win the fight from Joe Cabray and Phil Boyd. That really matters. Uh, that fucking yeah. answer. Don't know. <laughs> I need I need to see them have individual fights, of course. Uh, I've been terrified by both of them on, on different occasions. I used to be afraid of Phil Boyd, and then I realised he's just as awkward and socially unacceptable as me. So... <laughs> now that's the ad for the podcast. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> That should be the new name of the podcast. It's just, you're just as socially and awkward as me. (laughs) Tagging Bill Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's no winner of your broad for all. I mean, you can't, you can't, you have to, you have to win her because we're we're going to put all the winners into discussion at the very end of the whole thing. So you're going to have to make a decision. All right. I don't know. I'll, I'll just. Has Joe won um, one of those yet? No, Joe hasn't won yet. So I'll and I'll Phil, go with Joe, just just for for yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah, he's even things. I'm sure he'd be delighted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it matters a lot to him, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure he's a friend of the show. I'm sure he's, he's glued. As soon as this goes up, you're just gonna get a fucking phone call from Phil Boyd, so <laughs> fucking pissed off at you. <laughs> you are so blackballed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to try and get Phil on this. Fuck it, right? And then say, you definitely should. So Phil, is, Phil is a fantastic listen. Like, yeah. Just and he's, he's a great guy for a drink. Listening. Exactly. I've been listening to him on the low blows, actually, and I didn't like it. It's I, I such like the a low fantastic blows. addition. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I, like, I never thought it. Like, I do like the low blows. I listen to them a lot. Hmm. But like, I, like Phil, I thought would just be like kind of like every now and again piping up with something random and entertaining. But he's genuinely because he's like he's been around wrestling for so long, so he has so yeah. many actual interesting stories. He was know? actually he was um that the four show that I went to see. He was on it as well. Like so, really? I've 
like I've literally been like I've seen the very very early days of Phil and seeing him now where he's actually like to the point where he's contemplating retirement and all like, like it's, yeah. it's crazy and and Phil like, doesn't give a shit like he'll say whatever he wants and we'll get fucking views no, like. he has <laughs> got fucking no flies on him yeah yeah Nobody ever retires. Fuck that. Yeah. That brings us nicely to the end of our show. Um, do you know what, Terry? It's been a fucking pleasure having you on. It's been it's great to see you, genuinely. Um, Indeed, it has. Hopefully, we. I've really you. enjoyed this. I really, really yeah. have. Um, like, that's that's like that's what I've been doing. Like, as far as wrestling goes, that's I've been trying to occupy my time with doing stuff like this. Uh, I did a podcast last week for uh, Hallway Graps. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I did a podcast for them. I did that the Facebook online interview for the OTT and all your wrestling fans. Mm. That a couple of weeks ago. It's it's keeping me. This is your favorite, though, right? This is your favorite. Oh, of course, of course. I I, I didn't get to drink the other ones, so like. <laughs> and it's heavily encouraged here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's, the, it's implied, right? Yeah, the, the, the podcast I did last week, I had to hide in the bedroom because I was being too loud. <laughs> it's like Linda coming in every few minutes and she's like, you better fucking hide. <laughs> the good news is, looks looks like we're, we're hopefully, if everything goes to plan, and it mightn't because it's very unpredictable, this fucking this yeah, that's the it. environment, but we have an exit strategy. We have a date in mind. Might change, might not. But the good news is that the T-shirt of the country addressed wrestling by name. Personally, yeah, he mentioned. Yeah. So we're all going to be on to you for sports grants now, motherfucker. A <laughs> 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 dear minister for sport, I bring your attention to Lee Radcliffe's statement and please give me money. There you go. You know, we don't want to lose our fucking facility. Thank you very much. Signed, The Wrestling. <laughs> forward to, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you again, pal. Hopefully it'll be... Um, Hopefully we will get to do it on August 14th. Definitely. Um, and, you know, it's fucking, it's always a pleasure to hunt you and see you again soon. I've been Billy Bedlam. I've been Bray McCreed. And you've been? I'm I'm still Terry Thatcher. Yes! And Joe will be full boy, just to just let everybody know. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. he thinks that Phil Boyd is a pussy, basically. Yeah, Joe, it's smash. Yeah, Raven's words. Again, that'll be that. <laughs> That, that'll be what we'll build the podcast as. <laughs> yeah. Please don't stuff. hurt me, Phil. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> All right, come here. Lads, thanks very much. Uh, a pleasure. We'll see you again soon, mate. That was great. Thanks Indeed very much. It. Emma, uh, see Wednesday. Yeah, who are we doing Wednesday? Uh, Jay Money. Oh, cool. Oh, my be God. Jay cool. Swizzle. That'd be awesome. Then Luther yeah. Valentine. Then we're into DCT. Sick. So we're oh, fast and loose, and then Tony, and then back to Luke because we're gonna have to do another couple with Luke because we didn't even scratch in the surface with Irwin. Um, yeah, anyway, we didn't say enough sense about shit, like. No, not at all. We didn't even talk with CCW half the time. Yeah, no. Anyway, lads, RT, good night, good luck. See you, bro. Bye bye, bye bye. Nice seeing you. Cheers.